When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all the great shows. And if you can, only if you can, but I hope you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Plus, if you could like, Share, subscribe, as Joe's mocking me. Please subscribe below the Mocking Joe Soro today right there on YouTube. It'll give you the latest notifications on when we go live on the air, even when I go ahead and set it for the wrong channel like I just did a few minutes ago, and I easily switched it over to Lakers Fast Break. It'll let you know when we go live on the air with one of our awesome podcasts, plus our post games, everything that we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that we can, please, if you can follow us at the Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source, Pop Culture Cosmos, of course, the great guys at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and catch the number one Lakers blogger that's out there in Laker Tom, of course, and also as well, best wishes to our good friend to get well soon, Jamie Sweet. You can catch him at his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. Plus, also, my other good friend, Mr. Joe Soro, a.k.a. Ox1947. You can always catch him commenting today at LakersBall.com. And also, as well, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today, and you live in the Southern California area, go ahead and check out Symblades. That's Symblades with a Y.com. And, of course, our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. If you can go ahead and give them a shout-out at hoopheadspod.com, it is sincerely appreciated. There you go. See, he's mocking me again. See, he enjoys doing that. He torments me, this guy. My gosh. But I will say what is not tormenting is the Lakers' performance tonight, something that we were hoping for with the Lakers coming off a hot two-game winning streak, which is their biggest of the year so far, and coming in tonight against a team that looked very bad in the San Antonio Spurs the last time, the last night when they played the Clippers in the crypt. So last night they looked bad, and you cannot let them look any better, and the Lakers got off to a early good start, and they kept on going. And they look dominant throughout. AD, Anthony Davis, once again with an outstanding performance in only 28 minutes. 
30 points, 18 rebounds, just a truly dominated performance again against a smaller team that didn't have Jakob Pertl for them in the lineup. Austin Reeves chipped in with 21 on great shooting, 3 of 4 from 3 from the outside. Lonnie Walker, 6 of 12 from the field, 14 points. He chipped in, looked really solid overall. And, of course, the bench, Russell Westbrook. Only 10 points. That's fine because he got 10 assists plus 14 off the bench. And Kendrick Nunn and Dennis Schroeder, 13 points each, plus 8 and plus 12. Excellent performances off the bench. And, of course, a big shout-out also to Thomas Bryant, who is 5 for 5 from the field, 5 for 8 from the line, and a big 15 points and 9 rebounds from him. The Lakers got the support they needed for AD, even with LeBron out of the lineup. And the Lakers cruised, finally, finally, to a big win, 123-92. to Blue Magic says, tell Laker Tom that this win proves that we don't need a trade. Just kidding. Just kidding, Tom. That's what he says. Just kidding. Yes. It was a big win. Is that is that what Rob Palinka said? That might be what Rob Palinka says. Now that's the problem, but they need That's the problem with Rob. Let, let's ask him. Yes. Rob, do we need Rob, a trade? Yeah. Okay, ask him, Joe. Do we need a trade? Do we need a trade? He's not saying anything. Uh-oh. He's going to wait till November 30th. Yeah, or December November 30th. 30th. Well, that's what he said. We What's happening on the way until after Thanksgiving? Is that when the manos from above? Because because we need that time for LeBron James and Anthony Davis to prove that they really can win. We don't know if they can win. I think they've gotten their answer in the last three days. I'm 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 I am excited for this to a degree. Obviously, I'm hoping we win Tuesday, but let's just say we lose because we're not going to be favorites. So let's say we end up. Oh, I think we've got a chance to win. We do have a chance to win. We do. But I'm going to laugh at the commentary when LeBron comes back and they lose because then you'll start hearing the, the numbskull say, is this team better without LeBron? And you're going to say trade LeBron. And as I, as I was listening to because they're not winning. Well, as I was listening to Johan Buha the other day on the athletic pod, one of the, one of the many athletic pods, he actually indicated and clarified that LeBron can't even be traded due yeah, to him he, signing the extension. So you can't even trade him. So all yeah, those people, guys, 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 all those people that I'm are not talking to about trade logical LeBron, discussions here. Him. I'm talking about dumb skulls. Yeah, I know. Dumb I'm just saying, skulls. I just we're made that up. We're seeing it every time. Yeah, that's yeah. Regardless, but still, I know because we see it every single time from these you know people on our chat room. They say you know, oh, trade LeBron, LeBron. You can't trade LeBron even if they wanted to trade him. Well, I was I was hoping that we would see the same type of focus on AD, getting off to a great start, trying to play good defense. I was a little worried when when I heard that uh, Jakob Tortola wasn't going to play because I thought that the team might get overconfident. Um, but I love the way they came out in the first half, and uh, uh, it was quickly obvious that they were going to play really well. They shot well. They outshot the other team. They made five more threes than the other team. They made 21 out of 24 free throwers. Um, we may not be, I, I, I've got to take a look and see where we rank free throw shooting because we have really. I'll look at that here in a minute. Free throw shooting team. Yeah, I'll look at it. In a well, we shot, we shot 35% tonight, which as a Laker fan is 
I, I felt like they shot better than 35%. And I think yeah. a lot of the shots they missed, and this is a, I'm sure there's a stat out well, there. Well, Beverly missed, Beverly was one of five, I think. And uh, Lonnie missed their early shots. The, the timely threes were there. I felt yeah. like they were making them, right? And open. Yeah, they made they made the plays every time, you know, when you when you want to jump to a double digit lead, you want to jump to a 20 point lead, you want to jump to a 30 point lead. Um, you want to hold on to a 30 point lead. They they did those things. They won a 31 point lead. Gerald and I were saying all along that let's 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 hold that lead. Let's let's win this game by 30 points. Yeah, once they um, went to 20, you heard me saying we need to yeah. push it to 30. We need to push it to 30. And and I like the fact that AD got 30. Got 30 and 18. In 28 um, minutes. In 28 minutes. Reeves got so 21. Efficient. Oh, my God, tonight. Reeves, Reeves now has put together three or four games where he has been 15 points or better and at a high percentage, uh, both from deep end and on the floor, as well as playing good, solid defense. And, and I like the fact that he's 6'5". You know, I mean – you, you forget when you see Reeves go inside and he displays his good footwork and everything. You forget the guy is 6'5", man. Yeah. And he's usually guarded by a guy who's smaller than 6'5", and he knows how to take advantage of it. Well, it definitely was a great performance from the team. Definitely want to see more of this. Joe Sorrell from LakersBall.com and, of course, Symbolades.com and also part of our live watch party coverage you got in there a little bit late, but what you said you saw, because you said you saw that virtually the entire game was something that, again, put you in a really good mood. It did. It, it was, it, you know, sometimes uh, once you know you've kind of gotten victory, what you do is you try to gauge the, the team's focus. Uh, the NBA, there's always going to be a run by the opposition. So they had built it to 34 points, and then it quickly went down to 24 uh, not to any, any anyone's surprise, at least not me. And then what they did was they they kind of continued to keep that 30-point or at least going in and out of it uh, lead for a good quarter and a half. Yeah. I thought AD tonight showed and, – and I know the Spurs are not good, guys. I know this. But you beat a bad team – by 30 and the fact that the Lakers have been bad and now they're playing well to beat a bad team by 30 that is what you're supposed to do so I commend them on that I commend AD for playing about as MVP caliber as 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 you've seen uh I'm not going to talk about 2020 we always use 2020 AD's been doing this since he's been in the league so AD looks spry he looks focused. He looks he looks like a leader. And it's 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 showing with the team concept. It's Darvin Ham. Uh we've been hard on the Lakers because we're Laker fans and we're imbeciles sometimes and we're ungrateful and, and entitled and all those things. No, you're things. just you are an imbecile. That's yes, okay. Yes. I'll let that I will it, I will it, I will admit that sometimes I do go that route because I expect I expect I, I am obsessed with winning, and sometimes I can get obnoxious about it. So really, I never knew that. That's good. Thanks, G. I know you're they getting back at formula. me. I know you're that's getting back at me. Thing. I know you're getting back at me for 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 mocking you. That's okay. I, I forgive you. Well, the, if I was getting back you for that, I'd be here all day. <laughs> the 
the team ball, the ball movement, the shot making. Russell Westbrook threw some dimes today. I was just like, I was, I was, I was watching the game on my phone and then watching that amazing Sunday night game as well. So I was in, I was in this boom, boom, like this going back and forth between the games and seeing amazing, amazing athletic ability from, from both sports. I think that's probably why I was, I, 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 I'm probably in a really good mood besides the fact that the Lakers won. I just felt like this is why we watch sports. There was no mention of anything other than what was going on. And it, it was, it, we watched beautiful sports. We watched beautiful talent, amazing talent, hall of fame, talent, uh, role player talent. You, you saw, you saw why these guys are professionals. And, and as a, as a person who's a very big fan of, of sports, it's it it it's just it just made it a Sunday night very very enjoyable with uh, good friends. I had drinks tonight, not too many obviously. Had good dinners and just enjoyed the evening, even on a Sunday. Uh, and and the Lakers were a big part of that. And it was it was it was just nice. It was just nice to see the the Lakers flourish. Um, I'm really hoping that they can continue this run. LeBron comes in and fits in seamlessly. It hopefully seems uh, fits in seamlessly, and then at that point, heck, if we can win on Tuesday, that that confidence boost will be much much higher. And I'm looking to sweep the Spurs in the next six days. I want them to go three and zero, regardless of what happens on Tuesday. I need them to sweep the Spurs at this point. We can I actually finish ten and ten for November at the end. Of- I, I mean, am, that would be incredible. If we win, it's if we win shot. Tuesday, if we win Tuesday, and they're going to be playing team ball like this, and LeBron doesn't kind of go into Harden mode, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's something well, there. We'll have to wait. I'm and just see. looking and up and the Portland price may of the not have challenge. Dame. By the way. <laughs> On thirtieth, Portland might not have Dame. That would be an incredible comeback for the Lakers to be ten and ten, and then I would really worry that. Rob Palinka would say, "We don't need a trade." Well, that would be the problem. I know we that. need one more trade, no matter what. But I don't know yes. what to do uh, now. <laughs> say that again, Joe. I want to make need, sure that Rob hears that. We we need, need a trade. One, we no need matter one trade, what. Rob. One. I just checked out the pricing on Amazon. It's about nineteen dollars for the one chip challenge. Just wanted to make sure everybody's aware of that. So, are you sending that to me? With- well, I told you I'd buy it for you. So That's okay. <laughs> where can I buy it is the question. Well, Amazon, of course, but it's only uh, Amazon. I I don't know where else there's large retailers. Okay. So if I'll you find guys out. know I'll out there in the out. chat, let I'll us find know. out. The the key here, I'm gonna tell petting the cat or petting my cat, is I'm not worried about my mouth. I'm worried about my stomach. I've heard that it, this stuff jacks up your stomach. Now Gotta eat I something. am for I have I am genetically fortunate that my stomach is pretty pretty strong in terms of you know food i don't have ulcers or i i i eat a lot of spicy food and i'm I'm usually doing pretty well but there are there has been a few times where i've had these uh like the blazing wings back in the day with the when it was good at buffalo wild wings that stuff kind of you know my stomach was warm for a few hours but nothing catastrophic (laughs) but i've heard that this thing turns your mouth black and your stomach 
blue. <laughs> oh, I got a hey, I got a good one for you. I'm looking up and I see, of course, the famous one chip challenge. I also see for thirteen dollars the last chip challenge. So that's even more. I'll, I'll try to find. I'll, it's I'll got find. the skulls on it. Take, you should take a look. I'm going to put this in the chat right there for you. It's got the skulls on it and everything. It looks really funny. Uh, that'd be hilarious. I'm going to, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat a bunch of ice cream before I eat it just to the stomach, but my mouth, there's nothing you can do about the mouth. Yeah, don't I'm, eat it on an empty stomach. Do not no, eat I won't. whatever you do. Do not eat gar- gargle with ice cubes before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. I've never done I've never done any of these things before. These these challenges. I've I've always laughed at people who did it's it. It's kind of hazing stuff that ends up with somebody dying, but I don't want you to really worry that. Part. No, I'm, I'll be fine, Tom. Don't worry about it. I, I I think I think there's I think I'll be fine. I think it's gonna you be. You know what he's gonna do, Tom? When he you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go. Hottest chili that he'd ever take, like, had. The tiniest piece. No, of I'm not gonna do Shack where he eats the chip and half of it falls out. I'm gonna eat the whole thing. <laughs> That was a funny skit, and I've always thought since that skit wait that he did on uh, NBA uh, TNT uh, on the on the TNT show that he does. Uh, I, way, I love that from petting the, my cat. Where, just, where he he starts talking about his fraternity, right? He's like, yeah. "Tell him, Kev, Omega Phi Psi, till we die." Ah, and then all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> So is, what's so funny about this is that, you know, petting my cat agrees with me. Go do the shadier one from a sketchy company that's actually cheaper. So I don't know how what the difference on that is. I don't know what they're doing differently uh, than the name brand one. But, hey, it, you know, that's I up to I you. Uh, guy, hey, guys, that, I, I don't do cheap stuff. Don't worry about it. I'll get the real thing. Uh, watch. He'll probably, he'll probably sneak like a Ruffles in there. Yeah, and it'll blow. Oh, you what can't, you can't, you can't sneak. This ain't nothing. You, you, you can't sneak. Uh, you can't sneak a ruffles. That's too obvious. If it was gonna be any chip, it would be one of those uh, Tostitos purple ones. But I don't know. I don't think it's that big. So blue corn chip. No, I'll, I'm gonna do the challenge, guys. I want this to be fun for everyone. And it won't be in Pepper X. I'm assuming it's gonna be Carolina Reaper. I think it's whatever, well, whatever it is. We'll, we'll ask Sean to be on because he used to be a paramedic, so he could, you know, <laughs> he yeah. can fly from Canada. If we have an accident, he could, he could give you advice on the air live. Could be Ghost Pepper. You never know. Could be Ghost Pepper. I, I, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have milk and, and ice cream, uh, and then okay. I'll. Okay. Well, I'll they haven't won that fourth game yet, so you're still in the clear for now. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment. 
I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's Gerald Glasser along with Joe, One Chip Challenge Soro, and also as well, Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. That would be tragic if they lost the rest of the games. <laughs> once again, it's the Lakers, again, winning with ease, 123 to 192, doing a great job on both the offensive and defensive ends. Here's Laker Tom coming back to us now. Thanks again, Tom, for your patience. When you see this kind of performance, yes, it was against a team that both you and I are, are clearly saw is a team that's heading for tanking. They, you know, Popovich was not even coaching the game because he fell ill before game time. Still, it's got to give you some confidence that the Lakers can start doing some things good, not great, but good with the team they currently have now. I'm not asking about them not trading or trading, but at least with the team that they have currently constructed, you can at least see some positive signs. Well, I think that they see more than positive signs. I think that, that what you're seeing is they found a formula. They found a formula how to win. Now, they know that formula is going to get tested because they have to somehow integrate LeBron James back into the lineup. And how do you do that without diminishing how effective and dominant Anthony Davis has been. Um, And then secondly, you know that you're going to be placing tougher competition. So you're, you know, you're going to, you're not going to run against teams where you've got the size advantage that you have because you are a small team and you're going to be playing a lot of teams that were in the same situation as the teams playing the Lakers were, where they were going to get beaten up on the boards and beaten up in points in the paint. So the Lakers, you know, the good thing is, is that other than the Suns game, the Lakers basically should win the rest of the way in November and should be able to finish 9-11. and 11. And then if they could pull off a win in the Suns game, they would miraculously finish 10-10 and 10 at the end of November, which would, as you pointed out earlier, Gerald, the, the main competitors in the West basically haven't set, a, haven't set the league on fire no. You've got a lot of spots and a lot of opportunities for the Lakers to really make some moves. So if they, if they were wondering whether or not after 20 games they were still in the run for the race, for the championship, to be a, a playoff team, to, to really have a chance to make some noise, and then secondly, playing well the way that they've been playing, there can't be any question about A, do LeBron James and Anthony Davis still have enough to make it happen? And B, if we invest a couple of picks to get more size and shooting for this roster, I think this team can really be a legitimate championship contender. They may not be the favorite or even the second favorite, but especially in the West, I think they have a dang good chance to get to the finals. 
Um, and then we'll see what happens. You know, I, I think the Bucks are still going to be formidable, and the Celtics look like the best team in the league right now. But the Lakers have found a formula, and I give Darvin Ham a lot of credit for it because part of that formula is Russell Westbrook coming off of the bench. And can Darwin make that transition? You know, I, I think that the nice thing is that we've run into a stretch where we're going to be able to rack up some wins, build some confidence, get a little more sure ourselves about what's really working and so forth, and tweak that formula a little bit and see, see what LeBron can add to it. How can we integrate LeBron James into the formula that we've got right now without taking away what's working for us right now? That's the big challenge that I think Darwin Ham has to solve. And, and based upon how he's solved the Westbrook dilemma and, and he seems to have focused on, on, you know, I mean, you can't count the day's rotations just because of so much garbage time, but he's, he's really focused on the right guys in the rotation. I have, I can't complain. Like I had the complaints that I had with Frank that, that he wasn't playing the right players. You know, I have to say that even though, We've been shorthanded, and even though sometimes the lineups haven't been what we've wanted to be, that they've done a good job on that. And so I think Ham's done an excellent job. And, uh, and boy, you know, I mean, what's our record now? Are five and really, ten. Are we really five and ten? We are really five and ten. It's weird. And we've I... got the same team that we beat by 30. We've got two games against them, so we theoretically should be seven and ten. Then we play Portland, and we play the Suns. Who else do we play? Agreed on that, PDA Pink. Those three guard lineups here's, when they go, here's when they go, yeah, yeah, those are here. tough to watch. I agree. With yeah, yeah, here's especially when they're when they're Russ, Schroeder, and uh, and yeah. none. Those that is a scary lineup, man. Joe, you wanted to add something in there? Nine and eleven. If they finish nine and eleven to finish. November, that's encouraging. Um, yeah, because yeah. when you go into December, you're gonna you're gonna play Milwaukee on December second. <laughs> then it's right. Washington, Cleveland, Toronto, Philly, uh, Detroit, and then you beat Boston on the thirteenth. Uh, I mean, it's it's gonna start. You still getting got half, a little... half of the games are still winnable because the Lakers really were picked to be in the middle. You know, I think that. And I think that we didn't play up to par for the first 10 games. And we're on the road. We're on the road for yeah. a week. And we have yet to win on the road this season. Yeah, right. we're on we're, we're on the road for a week and a half. We're basically for two weeks, actually. Yeah, we're going in the right direction, and we know what we have to do. And a lot is going to depend on LeBron. You know, well, if, if the Lakers if, can get to 500, just to give you an idea, Tom, you know, that right now the 10th place team is a 500 team. The Lakers need to take advantage of the fact that these guys are, at least for the last three games, especially tonight, have shown the ability to run an offense and have different combinations of that offense, whether on the bench, starters, all that stuff, from big men to the to the guards. So now you can preserve LeBron. This is what we were talking about yep. during the summer. That's a, re- is, that, that's a really important point, I think. You it, just brought it, up, it, thank you. It really is. It's it's this is a good thing because uh, LeBron has not shown at any time in his career, if there's anything he's not shown, has not 
the ability to acclimate to his environment. Right. So if Darvin Ham is sitting there talking to LeBron and He's say the LeBron, king of that. absolutely, he is the king of that. You, LeBron, I'm playing you 28, 29 minutes. You're you're Tim Duncan in 2014. You're going to play 29 minutes tops. Let the get the young guys play, man. Let the young guys play. Let them ride this wave. And even if you lose a couple games here and there, keep the confidence up. Let them keep building. Let them keep building. Yep. If they win Tuesday, now they're off. Their confidence goes up even even higher. They win a couple of road games. It gets higher. But in the, in the end, if they can build some cohesiveness, build some chemistry, and LeBron is maintained till the end, AD, guys, he's still 29. I, I'm not worried about uh, AD. AD can play 35 minutes a game, 36 minutes a game. He's young enough. And mm-hmm. let's see what happens then. But there is one or two pieces still missing. If we want to really get greedy and try to go back to hoping that we can compete, I don't want. I don't know if I should be going there right now. But that's all I know. That's what my my fingers and my instincts tell me. I don't well, know. You know who me. We... I'm I'm the kind of guy that has to see it to believe it. I need to see the Lakers in that mix before I say they can get to that mix because you know, it's, it's, it's a ways now they're looking still way up there at five and 10 before they get to go ahead and compete with the Phoenixes and you know, everybody else yeah, is involved. The Denver's games, two more games, two more games against the same team that we just beat. Yeah. And they, which they got to take and then again, the they got to start Blazers. They got to start playing better on the road. They got to start doing a lot better, more things. This will hopefully give them the kind of momentum that they need, the kind of confidence they need heading into Phoenix to compete there. But you're right. You're right. They have to at least take those two games in San Antonio right. in order to go ahead. There's and nothing really wrong with saying that if, if they do that and then they're, then they've got an easy part of the schedule behind them and they're going to go on the road and they're going to face some of the big teams in the East. They're going to have to, you know, respond. Um, and I, I think that's fine. That's the challenge that you want. That's how you build a championship team. You have a championship run and the run starts at certain points and you go through the season and, you know, we're, we're still early in the season. So, you know, we're probably going to have a downturn at some point in time when we'll lose a bunch of games in a row. Everybody does at some point. Um, but I think we, I think the key thing still is that we went through those first 10 games and it was like nothing was happening. We weren't really finding anything, you know, nothing, nothing seemed to carry over from game to game. You know, certain players played well, but then they didn't play well. Then, you know, and our superstars weren't playing well. They were, they were down in the bottom of the ratings for plus minus for the team, which was all just kind of strange numbers. And then, and then LeBron gets hurt and AD comes out and has those two monster games. And then tonight, another monster game. And along with him, at the same time, we find some consistency coming from Austin Reeves and, and Lonnie Walker, you know, which really dramatically helped the situation because all of a sudden you've got three guys that are that are producing 15 points or better per game. Yeah. Um, and and despite all of the lack of shooting and even, you know, like even tonight we shot 35 percent, which is nothing really to brag about in the NBA. But still, we ended up with 15 points more in the three-point differential than our opponent because we 
kept them from making the threes. Well, they, they shot two. well, 50 per, 52% for overall, 35 from three, right. and then, of course, great at the line. Uh, you know, that you can't ask for much more than that from this yeah. team. Did you ever look up where we were in the line as a as a team? I'd really be interested to see. Oh, that. as far as a, uh, from free throws, yeah, I'll look that up right now. Yeah, absolutely. Our, uh, because twenty one and twenty four, and then the way AD has been shooting, you know, that's poor shooting. Te- one of the best guides to whether or not a team can shoot threes, in my opinion, and a player can shoot threes, is his free throw percentage. And, and I think that's been proven statistically over and over that, you know, Lakers are currently before this game 10th, just to let you 10th, know at eight, uh, just teams. under 80%. That's pretty good. Just under 80% for the Miami I mean, is shooting 86 as a team. Wow. What? I mean, we weren't anywhere near there last year. I mean, yeah. We were, I well, we one thing, uh, well, what, before we hand on out guys, I want to ask you this in regards to the team itself. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's Gerald Glassford along with Laker Tom and also as well Joe Soro. want to ask you this. Okay, LeBron's coming back, and I'm hearing all over chat room as far as what arranges do need to be made as far as the starting lineup. Joe, I want to start with you on this. Dennis Schroeder has been talked about as far as beginning more time. Kendrick Nunn played well tonight. The only person that has not been playing well continuously is Patrick Beverly. Is it about time for us to get Patrick Beverly out of the lineup, not including with LeBron James out there? You know, obviously he comes back in the starting lineup and replaces somebody on the in the lineup. Is Patrick Beverly the one that has to move? And also, is Thomas Bryant a you know that was mentioned in our live watch party? Should Thomas Bryant be after his great performance been being more considered about being as the starting five if you want to move AD to the four? Yes, uh, we discussed this on on playback or on playtime. Is it play? Well, what playback? was what, what is playback.tv? What is playback, yeah. Uh, what was that? What is the starting lineup before the injuries? What what would we be expect to go back if if? Well, I mean, if that's the case, I think Reeves was starting. Reeves, Reeves and Walker. I think the original team was uh, LeBron, AD, Russ, Leaves, and Walker. Then he got rid of of Russ. No, I thought it was Beverly. Beverly and Beverly Walker. was starting. Okay, right. Uh, Lonnie okay, so Walker. Beverly, Lonnie Reeves, Walker, Walker. Beverly and Lonnie Walker. Stars. And then uh, Beverly, Reeves, and Walker. You're going to replace one of those? Troy Brown was, I think, in the starting lineup along with yes, AD. Yes, Troy Brown, Lonnie, Beverly, LeBron, and AD, which I, I, I that was, yeah, that wasn't. That wasn't really working, at least not at the beginning. But thank you, BDA Pink. Yeah, it's Beverly Walker, Brown, LeBron, and AD was your starting lineup. As I, it, as I, I, I like, I like, I like, I've liked Thomas Bryant's game on the offensive end when we got him. I said, okay, Thomas has a has a shot. He can obviously get to the rim and collect good dimes like he did tonight where he's going to struggle is on defense. However, you can switch that up with AD playing center on defense. And they only and did it, it a few minutes about maybe what? I know. I, I'm just, I'm, 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 I don't who, know who, yet. Who, who plays, who plays when there's no, when AD is not on the court? That's the rude question. We need Thomas to play when AD is not on the court. That's it's, the thing. And a, also Reeves a, has to continue playing. I know BDA Pink says swap Reeves for Bev. We keep rolling. Reeves has to yeah. continue playing at this level. 
I would swap Reeves for Mims at this point. Petting my cat says keep Reeves on the bench. That's a good thing because you're getting production from him coming off the bench as well. I mean, it's it's a conundrum. How do you keep this kid's confidence going to him playing so well? That's the key. If he goes back to the bench or he stays in the starting lineup. No, I think Reeves is a good bench player, and that's what he's where he belongs. Russell Westbrook is flourishing, which is weird because – he, he, he does a lot of his damage with the starters anyways, which is, I don't know. I, I the, the Lakers need a couple more players to really solidify <laughs> yeah. this. And Patrick Beverly and none. Walker's, think... Walker's the guy who should stay in the starting lineup when we get after we've made a trade. And that's the Reeves thing, though. And, Reeves and Troy probably go to the reserves. But Zangerstein has been saying, you know, something here as far as the lineup is concerned. AD has been playing really well at the center spot down low. He's more forced to stay down low much more often. I think it's better suited for him right now. I think a lot of it, too, is the players, his 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 guys up front are playing better defense. There's more cohesiveness. There's more chemistry. This, this is the, the part a few years mm-hmm. back where – he could play the Ed Reed role. He could play the Ed Reed role and the guys in front of him were doing enough to where he would clean up a couple of messes, but, and that would be it. I mean, look at, if you guys had watched, there was a, I think it was around the eight minute mark. AD was grabbing rebounds like Shaq in during the, during the three peat era. I mean, especially in the playoffs. I mean, Shaq was getting 20 rebounds like, like, like they were nothing. And he was just, monstrous and some of them were you know they weren't just falling in his in his his lap he was going after them and that's due to the fact that guys up front were playing good perimeter defense if these guys are gonna i think it's also it's also that there's a funny thing happening with ad and i think the single most important thing was lebron being out because all of a sudden 80s, 80s mentality has always been like when he was with when he was with the Pelicans, he was always like top stud. You know, he was the alpha. He was the alpha dog. There was never a question. Even when Cousins came around, there was never a question. This is AD. He was always the player that everybody wanted, that the Lakers wanted, the Celtics wanted. And then he comes and he plays with LeBron. And I think we can't. For two years now, we've been expecting that he was going to, after after the bubble, that he was going to take over the baton and take take the become the, the the number one alpha player for the Lakers, and he's never done that. And I think a big part of it has been injuries, obviously, and, and inconsistency of, of his own play. But all of a sudden, he got an opportunity when the team really needed him. They were down terrible. They were two and ten. And eighty and and LeBron's all of a sudden out. Two and ten, and you lose LeBron. Everybody thought the team was going to go to hell. And AD comes out, and he two two great games: 38, 37 points, 16, 18 rebounds, four blocks. And then tonight, just I mean, he just demolished him in the first half. We've all of I a sudden did. found a formula. Well, the thing is, though, do you really expect Beverly to be get out taken out of the lineup on Tuesday that when LeBron don't really most likely comes back? I don't really care. I, don't I think do, it unless you th- actually think he can actually stop or slow down Booker. 
Because if you can't think, if you don't think um, he's going to slow down, Booker, I think he can. I think he can because Booker's a guy that I've seen get it. Guy can get in Booker's head. That's the problem with Booker. You can get into his head, and if if Patrick Beverly is going to do his first mind f this year, which he hasn't done any of it, right? He's right. been he's been not a good shooter. He's been struggling on deep somewhat. Well, but you know, it's like it's like with with KD. I keep hearing all of the numbers that Katie got 31 points and Beverly, they, everybody's slamming Beverly. But if you go back and look at the numbers, when he was guarding, when Beverly was guarding him, KD missed a lot of shots, you know, and, and KD is another guy who you can get into his skin. You know, I mean, I thought Pat's, Pat's played good defense. It's, it's always been the, you know, there's a little bit of cheapness to the type of defense he plays. I want to see AD lay into Aiden because that guy's been freaking well slapping us around. This would be, the, this would be a real test. This would be a real test. I want AD to go into that Aiden's game going, he ain't Aiden's, doing jack Aiden's crap man. tonight. He's been playing against boys. Yeah. He's been playing against boys. I'm getting He's tired of watching it. Man. His, his rear end freaking make every damn one foot layup over and over again. It's time to, it's time to serve AD him. cannot get in foul trouble. Yeah. That's the thing. Aiden isn't that type of player. He has well, gotten into foul trouble before against Aiden. He, he shouldn't. He shouldn't he, get into foul trouble. There are certain players that are very difficult for him to guard, but he's he's generally been pretty good about not getting in foul trouble. But I mean, if if you were the other coach, what's wrong with a strategy of throwing the ball into your center every time? If you got a guy, if you got a pretty good center who could score like like Aiden can, I, you know, they're paying him a lot of money, even though he wasn't. They didn't want to pay him that much. You know, I I throw the ball into Aiden every time and force the Lakers to to not you know to to double team them or whatever. Just don't let don't let AD just get fouled out of the game. Well, that's that's a pretty good idea, Seth, to uh, trade him to the Warriors. He could fill in for the loss of GP two. You saw the Warriors tonight. They they got out of it based off of some great shooting by both Curry and Clay Thompson. Finally, came to life against the Houston Rockets, who have the absolute worst. And I know the Clippers want to be uniforms. The Lakers had tonight are bad. But if you've got a chance to see the Houston Rockets Sunday white uniforms, those things are god-awful. I'm going to say they're the absolute worst. I'm just going to leave it at that. And you can, you can judge if you're on your own. You've got this like little yellow, white, yellow, green, yellow thing going around the waist. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, never, never, absolutely never. If I, if I was a Houston Rockets fan, I would be ashamed. But that's just me. But – yeah, you're right. Uh, they do need to go ahead and shore up their defense, even with uh, you know what you see out there from Draymond Green. They have issues still on the defensive end. And, of course, uh, nobody's been consistent outside of Steph Curry, who's had a tremendous season so far. So, yeah, I think that would be actually a good move if uh, you know Bev goes over to the Warriors. But what would you get back in, ter- you know, in return? Would you get back a pick? Would you get back one of the you know, maybe a Moody or Kaminga? That would be Draymond. great, but I don't Draymond. think you'd do that. Huh? Draymond. Why would you? Know? Well, you give him Pat and none for Draymond. I'd take that deal any day. They wouldn't I don't, want, the I don't deal, want Draymond. Nah, no. Nah. He's done. Nah. He's finished. He still has moments like he did today in today's game, but yeah. I wait, just... wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Both of you. You're talking about getting Draymond Green for for. For Patrick Beverly and Kendrick Nunn, come on! Yeah, well, they would probably we'd probably have to give up a pick. No, we'd have to give up a pick. We'd have to give up a pick. I think what uh, the, the the only chance if we don't do anything with Indiana, the only chance we can trade Beverly 
is if we take on a larger contract and then possibly them wanting to get rid of that contract, give us a pick, then use your picks to go get something else. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro along with me, Gerald Glassford. Truly appreciate it. We're going to close on out here in a few, but you know, Joe, I want to hear your thoughts on this, my friend, in regards to, you know, finishing out this month strong. They've got the two games against San Antonio that they have to go out there and dominate. They have to go out there and play with some confidence. Will they still be able to maintain that even if they do lose on Tuesday against the Suns? I don't see why they wouldn't, especially if they're competitive on Tuesday. Uh, even if they finish eight and twelve, let's say mm-hmm. they win, they they win three of the next five. It's mm-hmm. still a, a, an improvement on where they were. For them to surprise us all and finish five hundred, then we can start really talking about how this team is starting to figure it out. Because if they started zero and five and they happen to go get the five hundred after fifteen games, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's discussions we've had in the summer where you either look like a genius or you look like a fool. So right now we started the season calling everyone a fool. And then now we've sort of forgotten about that and are letting things develop a little bit more. And this is, I, I don't want to say I regret, or we were, I regret we talking about the, the inadequacies of the front office, because I even heard today that there was a trade that, and I don't know if McMahon, is it McMahon, McMahon, Dave McMahon, McMahon. He had mentioned how there was a trade with Toronto that was on the table last year for uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. And we would have received a first round pick and uh, one of the Raptors players. And if that is true, it's just another negative in the Rob Palinka management of, of the team because we wouldn't be having these discussions. I think as much if we had a little bit more assets, uh, instead we traded Beverly for, or we traded for Beverly with THT and then didn't, didn't get anything out of it. It's that is still kind of hovering around me. You know, he's still hovering. Mm-hmm. That he is. He's hovering right now. Rob Palinka. Is, is Rob going to screw this up like he screwed it up the last year and a half? Now, Russell Westbrook is playing well. So now is it a screw job yet? I don't know. Because Russell Westbrook played really well today. He played really well today. So our, our, we're going to have to change our tone if this is the Russell Westbrook we're getting. But we still need reinforcements. We still need a, a big and a, and a shooter. And then if if we can get those two spots, however it can happen, or at least two really good shooters, this thing could get interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how interesting, but it could get interesting. It could be it could make the show at least somewhat entertaining from a positive standpoint instead of the dread standpoint that we've been used to for what? Since the back half of last year and now or the first three weeks of the season. Thank you, Top Doc. Appreciate the comment. 
it's a great comment and we truly appreciate it. You know, we're trying our best here at the Lakers fast break to promote as best we can on social media. And obviously if you've got a fan out there, a Lakers fan in your life, please let them know about us here at the Lakers fast break. We also do the live watch parties. We are on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. And you can watch along the, with the game with us right there for you. Play that playback.tv. You get Laker, Tom, Joe Sorrell, sometimes Sean Grice, myself, we all stop by. And of course, you got always hear us after the games right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So again, thank you so much for the great comment, Top Dog M. Appreciate so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for doing so. And if you haven't already, please subscribe out there so you can get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air, not only for our post-game shows, but also as well our NBA observations. Want to mention that our NBA observations will be Wednesday this week. And of course, our Lakers History 101 classes I will say, as the dean of Lakers Fast Break University, we are going to go ahead and observe the Thanksgiving week. We're going to go ahead and give everybody a week off from Lakers History 101, but we will be discussing next week. There will be a day where we do talk about Lakers History 101, and we're going to talk about the Minneapolis Lakers on our next Lakers History 101, but that's not coming up until next week. But we will have an NBA observations on the Eastern Conference, that's coming up on Wednesday, plus, of course, our post-game shows on Tuesday and Friday, so look out for that. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Joe, what lineup would you send out there on Tuesday against the Phoenix Suns? I would stick with what's been working, with, with their current starting lineup. They've started with AD at the five. They've started with um, Lonnie Walker and Reeves, and, and you know, I you don't want to change that other than obviously putting LeBron in. So you're going to have to move Reeves to the bench and then just put LeBron in his space and leave everything else. But you're else a Reeves same. bench guy. Well, I, 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 there's no choice. You have to put somebody there. And I think Reeves is a bench player. No, Reeves is a bench player on a competitive team. Mm-hmm. If he's starting, that means your talent pool is not efficient. That's that's what that is. And he's a bench player. The pressure off the bench for a player of his talent is 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 great. And him covering a guy for being sick or injured or whatever, that's fine. You know, every every now and then putting him in the starting lineup, uh, that that's that that's fine. I, I don't I don't think I mind that. Um he I do want to mention for- to Zangerstein that, yeah, actually, excellent point. They were forced to be playing three guards out there because of their current roster construction. I agree with you on that. It did not look pretty when they had AD and Thomas Bryant and the three guards, Russell Westbrook, Schroeder, and I think it was Kendrick Nunn, if I'm not mistaken. And then the other time they looked bad was when AD sat down for a period of time, I believe in the third quarter, he sat down when they were went on a 10-0, actually a uh, the they, they I think they missed eleven shots in a row. The Spurs did coming out of the third quarter. They didn't score. A yeah, field they, they goal. missed eleven shots in a row. Eleven they didn't shots score. In a row to start the yeah, quarter. they didn't score a field goal. I think it was four thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, four, eleven in shots third. in a row they missed, yeah. and then uh, AD sat down and it started to get a little bit uh, you know, closer to twenty points. And I think that was probably not a good time for for the Lakers. A good lineup as far as that's concerned. But AD came back out and settled things. But then again. 
when they threw that three guard lineup with AD and Thomas Bryant, that didn't look exactly all together great as well because of the size issues out there. But I will say again, that's, that's of course, Zangerstein, you know, just a great, great perception as far as the roster construction. They still, like you said, Joe, need those kind of tweaks that need to be made in order to get this team a little bit more competitive than what they are right now. Okay, so let's say they keep Reeves in the starting lineup. They're probably going to have to bench Beverly because then you still have size with Brown, uh, Walker, AD, and LeBron. Uh, but my guess, my 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 thinking is they're going to put Reeves at, at the bench and let Reeves play with Westbrook coming off the bench. I think they have a good chemistry going there together. Uh, so expect AD, LeBron, Beverly, Brown, and Walker to start on Tuesday. And then if we we happen to get Schroeder and Bryant and Westbrook and Nunn to play as well as they did tonight, it doesn't really matter how it starts. It matters how it ends. And it would be nice to win our first road game against Phoenix. <laughs> so what about Tro- Troy Brown? You don't seem to, you know, he seems to always get lost in the shuffle. I think he plays really solid defense. I think he provides, uh, you know, some of the things that we really don't have much of is that uh, a wing player. He doesn't shoot great, but he no, does but a lot he, of playmaking. He's a 6'7 yeah. guy who can shoot relative, you know, if he gets an open shot, I, I don't sit there and go, oh, my God. Um, it's it's size, guys. At, at this point, you've got to play with the size. It's a lot easier to guard a big team with a guy who's 6'7". Versus mm-hmm. a guy who's six one who's struggling, yeah. Uh, so I, I understand. And again, the youth thing has to play a factor, guys. You're talking about a twenty three year old versus a thirty four year old. You know, it matters, guys. It's a young man's game, and well, and, and, and I mean, it just seems to be the conflict everybody's having right now as far as who goes in and who comes out of the starting lineup because we all know LeBron James is very close to returning. He may come back as early as Tuesday, so. I'm actually leaning towards Beverly being out of the starting line. You want I just, yes, I, 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 if that's the case, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm in total support of Reeves it. Reeves is playing off confidence right now. I but don't want to, I don't want to miss the kids' confidence. It's no, absolutely. I don't think it. I don't think it would. I think it's going to come down to matchups. Is, is Austin? You think so? I think he's. I think he's right now riding mm-hmm. high. I don't think he had very much confidence to start the season because he is literally terrible out there the first two weeks of the season but everyone i think was that terrible. was all confidence everyone I think with a lot terrible. of these players it's about confidence everyone was everyone was terrible if you really want to go that route well, beverly everyone. has still been terrible this team, on the offensive side. this team looks night and day the last week it almost doesn't make any sense it's not even about oh we were building a chemistry and you know, no one knew each other. It, had, it, it looked like it almost looked like something happened. Like the Celtics last year, what was it in December? They had yeah. a team meeting, and then everything I think it turned was around. January, I think it was early yeah. January. Yeah, yeah, they were they were struggling. Uh, Ime Yudoka was like, you know, you were thinking, oh, this guy can't connect with these guys. All of a sudden, uh, Marcus Smart had some kind of player meeting, and everyone just said, you know what, you're right. Let's start playing. You know. Team ball. They played more team basketball. Was too focused on Brown and Tatum. And maybe, maybe, maybe Darvin Ham went into. Maybe Darvin Ham did what I said he should do: show the Utah Jazz footage. Look what these guys are doing. 
And it's not like these guys have been playing with each other forever. Markkanen was a bull, you know? <laughs> like half the team wasn't even together. How are these guys playing so well? You have a rookie coach. How are you not – you guys – we have AD and LeBron James. How are you and, – and Russell Westbrook. How are we not – we've got Hall of Fame players. One of them is prime still. The other on the tail end but still capable. How are we not – Let's just play team ball, guys. Let's relax. Stop worrying about the noise. And let's do our thing. I think that might have happened. I think it happened at some point because it changed too drastically. It changed too drastically for anything else to happen. How does it make sense that they were, they looked like they had never played basketball together before? I've seen plenty of out of the gate slow starts, but it wasn't two and 10. It was like five and five. That's what worried me. If they were five and five and slow at coming together, I'd be like, well, guys, they're trying to do something here, you know, give it a minute. But we, we, it did, it, they, there was nothing to indicate that this team was going to start playing well because we also saw a little bit of this last year for an entire second half. We were worried. However, they've changed something. I don't know what they did, but thank God they did. One of the things I do want to ask you, though, real quick before we head on out is, you know, Zangerstein doing a great job in our comments. Everybody's doing an awesome job in the comments. Truly appreciate it. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Actually, we'll stay on a little bit longer because it seems like you guys are active out there. We're building an audience right now. So the audience is actually starting to roll on in. So we truly appreciate you joining us. Once again, the Lakers did win going away. Cruise control. 123 to 92 for their best victory of the season. They're now five and 10. The thing that you mentioned, Zangerstein, is that Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker both have point guard skills. You're saying Lonnie leans more to a two guard. I agree with you. But I think from a secondary playmaking standpoint, both are really good at that. It's when you ask him to be the primary ball handler, I think that's when you get in trouble. Similar to what we, we tried to put Alex Caruso and make him the number one, you know, time when he was making them the point guard, just does not fit or work for them. I think if you give them off the ball skills to be able to go ahead and get the pass in and then decide what to do. Joe, do you think that really works out better for them if they're both secondary ball handlers in the offense so that they can go ahead and distribute or make the right choice from there? There are role players and then there's stars. Mm-hmm. We have two and a half stars, let's say. Um, and the rest have to play their role. The job of Darvin Ham and the stars is to enhance the role players so that they understand what they need to do. What's their limitations? What kind of matchup do they have? Obviously, something happened tonight where Darvin Ham and the players knew what what matchups to exploit. So when you were watching Schroeder running around, I don't know if you guys are watching. This is stuff I pay attention to. I know I'm boring. But I'm watching Dennis Schroeder play the Steve Nash role where he's weaving and jiving and going all over the area, and all of a sudden he finds somebody open under the basket. Or he shoots a, a, a relatively open shot. You know, that that is taking advantage of a Dennis Schroeder. Putting Dennis Schroeder at the perimeter and having him watch, what's that going to do? You know, that's not going to really do much. Um, having somebody like Troy Brown Jr., okay? Troy, 
You're six seven. You you've got a huge wingspan. Play good team defense. If you get an open shot, we're gonna we're gonna find you. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn is an ISO player. And if you're trying to play team ball and you got the ball moving around, he's probably not going to be at his best. However, if other players are making shots, he's probably going to have some space. And if he makes the shot, that's where he's going to be effective. AD tonight was AD first all NBA, AD defensive player of the year candidate. When you have that backing you up and you're making shots, even if you're a role player, I mean, come on, you're, you're, you're just not going to lose. And I like how they, you know, again, the, the NBA is a, a run, run, run league. How often do we see a 20 point lead dissipate to seven points in, in a matter of two minutes? Well, the San Antonio Spurs have the worst transition defense in the league. And it was apparent tonight uh, that it looked, it looked really bad. And the Lakers, you know, if they want to run and they want to go in transition, Joe, and that really helps your confidence if you're running the floor. Thomas Bryant, for the lack of athleticism vertically, he might not have as much anymore after the injury. He can still out-hustle a lot of big men, as we saw tonight, giving himself a lot of opportunities at the rim for those lobs. It, it just it just looked like today, regardless regardless of what's happened, it looked like today the Lakers knew how to play team basketball from front to end, from quarter one to quarter four. And if you're going to sit AD and they're going to make a run, that is the time for them to make a little run. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. You, your number one guy is sitting. They make a run. But here's the beauty of this. You had a 30-point lead. Yeah. So what do I what do I say when I talk about good bench play okay i'm not expecting the bench to i don't i don't want the bench to give up a 10-0 run but regardless if it's the bench or the starters this is the nba they're gonna somebody's gonna make a run at some point and that was yeah. the perfect time to make a run and then darvin ham starts ad in the first in, in the fourth quarter which because i'm so used to the old way still i'm thinking man we're up by 30 ad can rest the fourth quarter darvin didn't do that he didn't take that chance he let him play a little bit. They maintained the lead. They even extended it to a degree. And then towards the end, he was able to sit and be comfortable. And another game with AD where he looked like he was just, it looked so easy. He looked like Tom Brady in a game-winning uh, drive on, on, a, on a Sunday. Like just, uh, oh, we're down by three, no problem. I'm going to go score a touchdown. And I love that. I just love, love a, I love AD. I love his game. I love his demeanor. I know he's been known to be soft, but you know we can't have everything, folks. You know, I, Shaq couldn't make free throws. Okay, Kobe sometimes had a problem with not, you know, understanding his guys. I go, we, we don't. We've never had a perfect player ever play. So I'm gonna enjoy the. I'm gonna enjoy when I see greatness when I can see it, especially if he's on my team. And I'm just happy. I'm happy to see that they were playing really good team basketball. It's it's not just because they won. Um, if they had won struggling in this game, I, I would have still been happy. But I'd be like, really, you guys, 
couldn't couldn't kind of smack around a team that had Brett Brown coaching it and you know guys that I didn't even know who the heck they were hardly I don't know how I don't even know 90% of these guys over here so they beat a bad team by the amount that they should have beat them they beat them like they were a golden state or, or a one seed that's how you do it and that that's what that's what's encouraging We'll see what happens, though, when it comes to LeBron coming back on court, most likely on Tuesday in Phoenix, because he was pretty close tonight to going ahead and playing. Wanted to rest him and actually was wise in that decision that he didn't have to play him at all. Let's see what happens when he comes back on the court and that usage rate for him goes up while everybody else's goes a little bit down. Will AD still be the dominant force? Will the guys that are supposed to be helping him out on the, as far as the supplemental end, the, the rotation players, will they be still playing as well? It'll be very interesting thing to see. I did want to mention before we head on out though, Russell Westbrook, again, playing a very solid role, 22 minutes plus 14, 10 points and 10 assists. I want to mention that this is probably the best that Russell Westbrook can be effective for your team the only thing reason i say is because there's still those times like at the end of the first half i think that you know if joe or you were on the live stream you would have been absolutely out you would have been just so angry at what russell westbrook at the did at the end of the half we, we did one of those russell westbrook moves where he threw the ball away and just stopped he did not hustle back on defense and his man went all the way on a fast break and scored a layup at the end of the half, which was very frustrating to see. But overall, his performance coming off the bench has been really solid. This is the way that Russell Westbrook should be playing. He's shooting well, especially from the outside for him. Probably, you know, from the outside, he's been shooting better now than he ever has been before. He, from the inside, it's not as good. But at least from the outside, it's been been, like I said, pretty darn good for him. Your thoughts on Russell Westbrook before we head on out? Well, Russell Westbrook was a 12 plus minus tonight. And it seems like when the Lakers win, he's in that, he's in that area. Uh, (laughs) We have a 40, we have a $47 million player that's playing well and has adopted the team concept. Yeah. Uh, Back to what I was saying about AD. We can't expect Russell Westbrook to be Chris Paul, you know, in his prime. Uh, he's still going to make a boneheaded play every now and then. But what he's not doing is he's not making terrible basketball decisions. He's actually lobbing it to players that are able to catch the ball. He's making comfortably. better choices for the most part. And that is the just, it's so weird. This usually happens in baseball where people get into a slump. And they need to bust out of it. Uh, this isn't typical a bit in basketball. Like, how did you play so terribly and then all of a sudden forget about how terribly you played and played amazing out of nowhere? It's weird. It's a weird, it's a weird, uh, weird situation we have here. Well, again, I, I don't want to disparage him too much, but I know Jordan's a big fan of his, and you know, saying how great he's been playing and. Saying maybe not last season. Jordan season. Jordan is a positive person. Absolutely, and credit him for that. He, so in our in my rule, positive times a negative equals a negative. Okay. Well, I was complimenting him on his positive. That's, you that's, know, like we always do for Lakers. That's Tom. another math, but only for Jordan. 
I mean, this is the way Russ else. needs it. Russ needs to play under control. Russ needs to play. You know, it's not that. It's not season. that. That makes sense. Okay, you got to play better. That's that's an easy answer. Under control with more. What with the what, what like did Darvin now? Who talked to Dar? Who who talked to Russell Westbrook and got him got him out of this weird space in his head? It's it's it's. I would love to ask. I would love to ask Darvin Ham that, maybe off the record. Darvin, what'd you say to this guy? For real, what'd you say? Was it was it maybe a family member? Did you call his mom? Did you call his dad? And say, hey, dude, come on. And then did Russell finally say, all right, dude, you're right. You know, did he finally admit? Because that was really the main issue last year is the accountability issue. You know, if you're stinking it up like a Draymond Green, you know, you, you might be hitting the wall, right? But there was there's too much speed and there's too much athleticism that's still there with Russell Westbrook to completely stink the way he did. So it was all mental. But what did it change? That's an interesting thing that I'd love to find out how this changed all of a sudden on a draw on, on, in a week. Um, it, I, it can't be just simply he got him off the bench. That doesn't make any sense to me. You don't just start playing good basketball because you don't play the first three four minutes of a game. That doesn't make sense. So that's a, that's that's kind of where I'm at on that. I'm glad it's happened. Just curious on how it happened, just to kind of make things kind of fun in terms of speech on the show. But the Lakers are going to get LeBron James back on Tuesday, and I hope that the precaution. I hope it was a precaution on his on his groin. I think it was. They probably just wanted to give him a break for a week. Um, and if the players can play as well as they did tonight. The, you'll probably see a, a fresh LeBron playing about 28, 29 minutes, especially if it's a win. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for as well, and that's what we're hoping for. The only thing we're worried about, I think, as a unit, what I see as far as in the chat room is the same things I could see. As soon as he comes back in the lineup, you know, again, his usage rate, you know, the fact he needs the ball so much and where he gets shot happy from three and just taking the, the rest of the team out with him does – AD still stay in motion? Does AD still go ahead and get the ball where he needs to get the ball at? Does the rest of the team, the supporting cast, do are they still able to contribute and contribute well as they have in the past couple of games? That's what I worry about when LeBron comes back. We'll definitely see because, again, when you have someone that has or needs the ball so much, you know, the rest of the team now needs to support him. And in doing so, it couldn't be taken out of or what was they were doing so well in the previous games. That's what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about LeBron coming back, trying to be LeBron, and everybody else having to sacrifice way too much in order for him to try and do so. The one part LeBron does well is play team basketball. And he hasn't shot very well uh, this year. My guess is Darvin Ham is going to reiterate that to him. Hey, hey, bud, just keep keep doing what 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 these guys are doing. Try, you know, if there's an open shot, take it. If not, there's an open lane, go go to the lane and do your. You know, th- these guys are they're building enough space out there to where they can they can really get some nice dimes. Whether it's I, yeah, have you noticed also you haven't been seeing a lot of uh, bounce passes. Remember what I was saying about the bounce passes. Yes. How? Why the hell are these guys doing bounce passes when there's no passing lane? Okay, you have tall guys. Throw it in the freaking air. Let them jump. Lonnie Walker can jump out of the freaking roof. How his name is not Skywalker? I don't know why yet. 
I mean, that's the perfect explanation. Every time I see that guy jump, he jumps like um, Kenny Walker. Remember Kenny Walker with the fade for the Knicks? I mean, it's a spitting image just at how he just flies in the air. Use that. Use the athleticism. Don't do it with Reeves. I've seen them do a couple of alley-oops with Reeves. Reeves doesn't get up that high. No. He's, no. And Reeves, he's not Caruso. Passing the ball is good. Reeves trying to catch the ball is not so good. Yeah, it's – it's and again, recognition maybe from the coaching staff, recognition from tape by the players or a combination of both. Folks, Phil Jackson said it best. It's basketball. It's really not that complicated. The reason why we are not in the NBA is because we don't have godly athleticism and a little bit of, you know, an understanding of basketball. But it's mainly the physical part, guys. So when you have the physical part, you know, that you can do that, right? To some degree, of course, not everybody makes it. But for us who have been watching basketball for 30 years plus, have played, you know, recreationally, I, I know spacing. I know when to do a bounce pass. I know when to go to the, go to the hole. Now, I can't get to the hole like Lonnie Walker and dunk on it right now. But if I'm an observer and I'm watching the game, it's very easy to assess what's going on. And the frustration will always grow if you're sitting there going, why are you doing this when I know you can do this? Well, let me let me point something out that Tycoon Rave says. George Brown says AR-15 can jump out of the gym. Uh, Tycoon Rave says Braun makes everyone better. Laker players not making shots. I hate these soft conversations. Uh, Tycoon Rave, I you know would normally agree with you. For virtually the entirety of his career, LeBron has made other players better. This year, you cannot convince me of that yet. I mean, Joe has said it out loud as far as, uh, you know, some of in our chat room have said he's just going for stats only. I don't think he's going for stats only. I don't think he's going for just a scoring record. I just don't think he's at the point where he can make everyone better now at 38 years of age. I think it's a very hard ask, and I think it's a very tough ask to ask him to do that at 38 years of age to do the same things he's been doing throughout his entire career. Okay, I don't know what soft conversation means. Uh, is it? Do you want me to be hard? No, he just thinks that you know because it's it's LeBron, LeBron James. He thinks that he just automatically by stepping on the court makes everyone no, better. No, no, that's not true. I'm sorry. Uh, Normally, maybe that's been the case. Yes, for many guys, many years. Is, yeah, we are not in the business of what happened a month ago. We are in the business. Look at look at how our look at our demeanor right now. It's different than it was even a week ago. Yes. We are in the what have you done for me yesterday business. And as of this year, this year, the first 14 games of the year, LeBron James has shot terribly. Missed he's he's missed layups in the past, but he's missed a lot more. It's been worse this year because of the fact that he can't shoot. And they weren't playing well. They How were many not games playing well when he was playing. LeBron this season? So I'll you can't sit there and say LeBron. Okay, Le, we know LeBron is a team player. We know that he's going to play team ball. That's been his gift. That's been his. That's what. That's that's the one thing he can always be known for. You know, just like Magic was. But he has not played well 
for and he's not played well in terms of team basketball. He's not played to his standards. No. And we also have to understand that he is 38 or will be is that in December, right? Yeah, 38. So this is why it's, it was it, it may have been a blessing in disguise that he didn't play because now the team has built a little confidence. They've got a little run in them. And I can say that I have full confidence that LeBron won't mess that up. He'll play a role. And then and my hope is that now we have an, a, the ability to give him less minutes a game. He has to play below 30 minutes a game for him to be an asset when it matters. Because right now he's season. averaging 36 minutes a game. Way too many minutes. That's seven minutes too much. That's a half a quarter too much. He needs to be playing much, much less. And in this run, we're going to find out if these guys can play with LeBron in the same way they've played without him. We're going to find out here. I wish we had played the Spurs again on Tuesday just with him to kind of get a little practice with them. But we're going to find out. We're going to get thrown in the fire here. In the, pardon the pun, playing the Suns. So let's let's see. Let's see what happens. Now, if they play well and they lose, we're going to be able to make the difference there. We're going to be able to explain the difference. We're going to see how they play. Because Phoenix is a freaking damn good team. And they're good at home. And they're good at home against us. So we're going to see. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. So let me get this straight. We're going to play a like a video game together? or Well, not exactly. Okay, fine. W- where's the controller? Uh, that's it's, it's right here. This is literally a sheet of paper. I don't understand what you... Here, you're going to need these two. Dice? You just hand... Are these even dice? We are going to play Vampire the Masquerade. It's a role-playing game. What kind of vampire do you want to be? Okay, now you're telling me there's more than one kind of vampire? Oh, my friend, you have no idea. There's Nosferatu, there's Vampires and Vitae, an actual play podcast. Season 2 to Pop Culture Cosmos. So let me ask you this one last time as far as the starting lineup. What starting lineup did you say you would throw out there against uh, Phoenix on Tuesday? I would I say Beverly is out. You say I would would take Beverly out. Okay, so now you want to take Beverly out. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would take Reeves out because Reeves – I don't know if Reeves is going to play as freely with LeBron there. I think he's going to stand around too much. You know, you know, you see what I'm saying? Beverly is that veteran guy on the floor that can kind of, especially if, if they're going to put, which is probably what's going to happen. They're probably going to put him on Booker. And uh, Tom made a great point in that he 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 could be at least somewhat of a, a nuisance, even without the, the 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 yapping, which I haven't seen him really yap too much, other than to the refs this season, this season, which is probably why he hasn't been bothering me. <laughs> um, even when he's yapping to the other team, that's still bothering. The me one he did on Friday, though, when he flopped right there, that would have gotten you. I know that would have made you mad. The one he did on Friday. So. Yeah, I mean, 
a flop every now and then is 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 you is, give that to him. Is okay. Uh, again, like okay. I said, we're not we're not all perfect. You know, he's going to do what he's going to try and, to do. And Jordan, we think LeBron is going to play. We think four games. Oh, now, he's playing Tuesday. He's practiced before the games. He's actually warmed up before the games, and uh, they've kept him out. I think he's playing Tuesday. I, no, I, he's I, playing I, Tuesday. Yeah. This was. Pretty obvious that he wasn't going to play tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I said that on Friday. I, that's what I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. we're we're in a position now to start feeling good about. You know, Lakers have a good chance of feeling good about themselves now. They got a three win, three straight wins is is, is a lot. One better more, than... Jordan. One more, and then yeah. Joe eats the one chip challenge. Yeah, one so. chip. No one wants to eat the one chip challenge more than I do right now. I want to win, and I want to win big and. We beat we beat Phoenix. If the Lakers beat Phoenix on Tuesday, I am going to be extremely excited about what could come after that. And Tycoon, we agree with you. Just because the team is on a run does not mean that they don't need an upgrade. They do need an upgrade in talent. This is something though that they can take this momentum and take it forward to at least get them in a spot, maybe get it close to 500 by the end of the month, maybe by the time the 15th rolls around and some more players become eligible for trades, that maybe by the time that they, you know, gets to the 15th that the Lakers can get sneak above 500, at least get them there to a point where they can become more competitive before they go ahead and add more quality players to that rotation. Because you saw tonight, they have to throw, like Zangerstein said, they have to throw three guard lineups out there, and those aren't going to work against better teams. John talking about buttholes. Why, why am I not surprised? <laughs> Keep your private stuff private. Johnny he was Boy. talking about yours after the winter. Yeah, I, I know he's talking about mine. You should probably not talk about that on air <laughs> or off. Anyways, totally threw me off what I was going to say <laughs> yes, here he a did. little bit. He had, uh, yes. Uh, Mission accomplished. The. Let's let's go let's go Laker Tom mode with a little bit of my own thing here. I just thought of it now. Let's say we finish this this month ten and ten. Let's say we we, we run run the table. Okay. Will that be the indicator to Jeannie and Rob to go? All right, guys. I think we're starting to get a team here that we were expecting. Now we need to get reinforcements. Now it's worth it because they didn't want to do the trades if they were going to stink like they did the second half of last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you guys a little bit of rope, Jeannie and Rob. We're going to see here if they make a run here, they end up going, let's say they get the 500 at 15 and 15, mm-hmm. playing it safe here, right? Yeah. Are you going to bring in reinforcements? Because now you have 52 games left. 52 games after you go 15 and 15. And to you give can't... everyone I and to give everyone idea right now, 10th place in the Western Conference is at 500. Okay. That's it. So it's 52 games left in the season going to going to tell you, look, we need to have the right couple of guys to put in with this team. We have two expiring contracts that total almost $20 million. Can you flip that for a player that is beyond this year but is talented, like a Terry Rozier, let's say, or a Buddy Heald? Why is that relevant? Because 
you may not have to spend a draft pick. The other team will trade those guys because they want to get out of extended contract years. They can get out of it by taking on Nunn and Beverly. That right there, if I'm a general manager, is something I would consider. Who wanted to lick your feet? I don't remember this. <laughs> John McKinley. Maybe John McKinley wants hey, to. Hey, John, maybe go do your own show where you talk about this kind of stuff, man. No, We're talking sports no, here. No, stay on the air, but yeah, about I'm glad you're with us. Feet and buttholes. What, the, what is this? What, 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 kind of, what kind of show is this? I, hey, I this is the Lakers fast I'm a family man here, guys. I don't do this kind of stuff. Well, he's just talking about the one chip challenge, of course. But yeah, yeah John sure McKinley has his own great channel, but I'm glad he's here. Go ahead and support John McCallion's channel as well. As long as, you know, if you can, please subscribe as well. Lakers fast break. The Lakers, once again, big victory for us going away. Just truly appreciate everybody sticking around and actually building our audience as we go on. My friend, before we head on out, we got to go ahead and discuss, again, when it comes to a trade, you know, Petting My Cat says if the Lakers go on an eight or a nine-game winning streak, let's just, you know, think big right now. Let's think think really crazy. They go on an eight or nine-game winning streak. He says, why would you want to go ahead and make a trade then? I think because that would probably for us realize against still – you got to keep things in perspective. This team, and if you look at the roster, has several areas of need in which they need to upgrade. We're always looking to the future. We're always looking at what's going to be important during the important games in the playoffs. I don't think this team is a championship team, even if they play well. What AD needs and what LeBron needs is a couple more players that can enhance their skills. So if AD is able to freelance, you're going to get the best AD. If you want LeBron's abilities to be enhanced, especially this year with him struggling to shoot, that might change. But as of right now, getting him another shooter would greatly help because you know if there's one thing LeBron will never lose – is the ability to pass to the open man. That is going to be a decision based off of performance. They go on a nine-game winning streak. It's even more imperative that they need to do something because now the team is starting to go the way they were supposed to go in terms of winning, and now we need to start thinking about competing for a championship. That's why petting my cat got it right. Weird comment guy wants to lick your feet, Joe. I remember good, that. Good. Uh, good yes. luck with petting, that. Pet, good call, Petting. Good call. Good luck with that. Uh, that's never going to happen, and uh, that's it. That's the end of the discussion there. You get that, my stomach is squeezy right now. <laughs> Getting prepared for that one-chip challenge, indeed. If the Lakers win one more this month, and hopefully they will, once again, the Lakers with another strong performance, 123-92. to We will be back again on Tuesday post-game. If you get a chance – Join us for our live watch party. Joe's there. Laker Tom's there. Sometimes we've got Sean Grice. Hopefully, if he feels better, I know he's on the men. Jamie Sweet was there in the chat this this evening for the post game for actually for the for the live watch party. I really hope that he can come back for a live watch party. So please, you guys wanted us to do live watch parties. You can join us today for them. Playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. 
If you get a chance as well, go ahead and subscribe today so you can get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. We're going to be live on the air on Tuesday after the game right here, plus also on Wednesday. We're going to have a show, the NBA observations on the Eastern Conference, and any news that happens, we'll go ahead and talk about that as well. And, of course, Friday for the first of two games against San Antonio in San Antonio, we'll be there for the live watch party and the post game as well. But, Joe, great conversation today. I thought it went all over the place, but in a good, productive way. We're both in good moods because the Lakers are on a three-game winning streak. Things are looking a little bit in the Lakers' favor. Any last thoughts before we head on out? I think I've gone through everything in the last hour and a half, almost. But I will say this to end the show. You know, patience is something that I've had to struggle with in my life. It's probably one of my vices. And I'm glad that we're proven wrong. So far, we're, we're, we're getting proven wrong at this point, especially with Westbrook. We were ready to throw him out. We were ready to trade him for anything. And you try to not be impulsive, but it's it's difficult. It's difficult when you have people who, who, who you've seen play well and create Hall of Fame careers. And it's not just Westbrook. It's AD as well. AD... We, we were dogging on AD, we've dogged on LeBron, and, and it, it becomes one of those things where you, you, if, you, if you don't get out of yourself a little bit and watch what you're doing, you'll start finding out that you're criticizing the same things you do. And you don't even realize it. I actually noticed that today. I noticed that when Are I you listen... shooting under 30% from three? No, not me. No, I'm talking about... As an observer, <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, as an observer, we've we've I get mad at impulsiveness in certain things, and then I end up doing it myself. So I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying not to be a hypocrite. Let things develop a little bit. I think we get impatient, and it's times like this that kind of smack you in the face and make you realize, you know what? Let these this let these guys. Let, 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 stop with the BS. Just let let's ride this. Let's enjoy it. Let's go. But it's hard. It's hard when you're a Laker fan. You're used to winning. You're used to winning championships, not just winning. And I think one of the questions I had was was before was, hey, we could be Kings or Grizzly fans, you know, and we're not. Thank God. And just just enjoy it. Try to enjoy this run. Well, the Kings are doing really well, my friend, this year. Finally. Really... Yeah, we know. We I know. I thought they were going to sneak into a possible play-in or playoffs. Uh, yeah, They're know, exceeding like, my expectations. Good for them. I hope they I hope they continue to play well because they've they've been they've been out of the playoffs since 2006. They haven't won a championship since 1951 when they were the Rochester Royals. And a little bit of a teaser for uh, our Minneapolis discussion in a in a week. So just so you guys know, you better come with your books because you're going to get a history lesson. Absolutely. But again, the Lakers History 101 is being given the week off. We will be discussing the Minneapolis Lakers and a little bit of the history behind that in Lakers History 101 next week on a day yet to be determined. Also as well, NBA Observations is still this week. That'll be on Wednesday. But for Tuesday night, please join us for our live watch party. Laker Tom, 
Joe Sorrell, Sean Grice, myself, we really want to make this a thing. So if you have the time and you enjoy our company, please go ahead and check out our live watch party. It's free to sign up, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. It's in the description, so you can't avoid it. It's right there. Even for you listening out there on audio, it's right there in the description. So I hope you get a chance to join us. And after, of course, the post-game report right here, uh, you know, at, of course, Lakers Fast Break on YouTube. Joe, you've been the brunt of what everybody's talking about on the chat room. Once again, the best Lakers chat room that's out there in all of Lakers land. Any last thoughts before we head on out? I think I already gave you my last thoughts. I know. I just want an extra last thoughts. You want an extra, extra? Because uh, they're still taking shots at you, my friend. Double secret probation? Is that what this yes, is? because, you know, John and George. So John is talking about a blazing challenge. A blazing challenge from Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I hate to be negative now that we're – see, you guys got it out of me. God dang it. Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings hasn't been the same since Arby's bought them. They turned it Arby's into a bought fast, them? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and they turned it into a fast food joint in a restaurant. Their wings got worse. Their ranch sucks. Uh, it's too bad because I really love the blazing sauce. Did they add roast beef? I don't know what the hell they added, but I, I, I don't, I, I've rarely gone there since they, they, they've taken over. But what we would need to do to do a Buffalo Wild Wings challenge is I would need a camera there watching it while we're doing the show. Okay. So, John, since you don't really do anything all day, try to see if you could organize that. And even if I have to climb up to your neck of the woods, because, you know, I can get a limo and just chill coming up there anytime I want. Go ahead and set it up. See if you can get some camera work set up and we'll do it. If they win five in a row, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it if we can broadcast it to the show. There you go. Absolutely. All it takes is a cell phone to do it. I'll even put it on StreamYard where we know that the connection is a lot better. So, yep, there you go. There you have it. If the Lakers win five in a row right there for you, if the Lakers just win one more game the rest of the month, remember the one chip challenge is still there for Joe indeed. But once again, Joe's a great trooper. You got to go ahead and appreciate the fact that he's going to follow through on it if it does happen. I know where that is. Oh, there you go. I know where that is. Oh, I, I, can, I can be there. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys communicate on that if that happens. If I'm that not communicating happens. with them. Okay. <laughs> you communicate with them. You tell them where I am. I'll tell you All where right. I'll be. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. I'll have Jordan be my consigliere. He'll, he'll, he'll arrange it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the chat room again. You guys are killing us, but we truly appreciate everyone. <laughs> Again, for you're taking the time out of your day to joining us here at the Lakers Fast Break, the best podcast that's out there on the Lakers. Please go ahead and follow, subscribe, like, whatever. Tell somebody out there that's a Lakers fan. Hey, I know you probably listen to Lakers Nation. Yeah, all that other stuff, Locked on Lakers, at Lakers Film Room. Yeah, that's all great and dandy, but the best place to go is right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So please go ahead. If you got someone in your life, we could use all the help we can get. I'm not ashamed, and I'm not below saying that. We could use all the help we can get in trying to get bigger and better because we're trying to provide you what we can here at the Lakers Fast Break. You guys work out the deal on your own as far as the five, five games in a row, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Challenge. I've still got the one-chip challenge on my mind, but 
Joe, Mr. Challenge, my friend, you know, any last thoughts on LakersBall.com? You guys doing a great job over there? Is it really still a lot of fun to be a part of what's going on? Yeah, game ball? game time. I haven't been able to I haven't been able to spend a lot of time on game time because of playback and also just dedicating uh five hours of of my day to Lakers. It's hard. I know Laker Tom and I have said that too. It's really hard, but we're doing it for you. We're trying to do it. Yeah, out for it's you it's 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 tough. Uh, but you, you because it's late at night, things kind of tend to slow down. Well, the down thing is, bit. we also don't get you know we don't get paid for it. We're not you know you know these guys uh, they're they're all compensated heavily for it. It's tough. You got your time away from your family. You know all your other stuff that you got to do. You've got a company to run. It's hard, man. It's hard. No, well, it's okay. I'll we'll manage it. So you're already sleep. tired. Um, don't we'll need sleep. It. Yeah, forget no, about we'll, sleep. We'll, we'll manage it, and one day we will get compensated because that's that's not. That's well, just the love and respect and admiration we have from our chat room, from our, the letters I get, the email I get that don't say they hate us, that really truly appreciate that the tweets out there from Mask Up, truly truly appreciate everything out there as far as the support we get. The comments that we get on YouTube, even after we go off the air, it does not go unnoticed. And most importantly, it does not go unappreciated by us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Jordan, we appreciate, again, anything you do to help us out. Again, we're a small entity trying to rise up and be one of the big players out there because we think we provide you the best in Lakers coverage that no one else does. We think we say the things out there that no one else does because we're willing to go places that Maybe those other Lakers shows won't follow. But thanks again for joining us here, here at the Lakers Fast Break. We'll be back on Tuesday for our live watch party. And also as well, we're going to have as well the post game with us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So for Joe Sorrell and Laker Tom, don't forget Laker Tom's great site, Lakerholics.com. You know he's got another big article coming. You know he's got a lot of things to go on in his Twitter, the great trades that he does. It gets everybody riled up on Twitter, at Laker Tom on Twitter, at Joe Sorrow 5 You give him a shout-out, at Lakers Fast Break. And, of course, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Big shout-out again to Jamie Sweet. Hope he's feeling better. Truly hope he's on the mend. I did speak to him earlier, and he's still kind of not there yet with his voice, so hopefully he can get back with us real soon. But for Joe Sorrell, Laker Tom, it's Gerald Glassford. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We wish you an awesome week. We'll see you Tuesday in advance. I'll say happy and safe Thanksgiving, but we'll definitely see you Tuesday. We'll be back on Tuesday for the live watch party and the game against Phoenix, and we'll be here for the post game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.